Peace. You're tuned into the Edible Activist Podcast. I am your host and favorite edible activist, Melissa L. Jones. On this show, we feed you empowering narratives and perspectives from the voices of emerging Black people and people of color in food and agriculture who are stewarding the land, healing communities, and advocating for food justice and economic power across the globe. Our rich contributions and stories exemplify the spirit of activism in their own edible way. Let's get started. All right, peace and welcome to the Edible Activist Podcast. I am your host and favorite edible activist, Melissa L. Jones, here broadcasting live, actually from Full Service Radio um, at the Line Hotel. It's been a minute since I've been here. Um, For those of you who have been following um, the Edible Activist Podcast and have been tuning into the 100 plus episodes, you have um, witnessed some of my most recent episodes on YouTube, but I am here to let you know that we are still doing the audio and I'm I'm excited for the in-person interviews, and I have a really dynamic guest today who I am just excited to share to share with you all um, during today's show. But just as a reminder, if you have not um, subscribed to our um, YouTube channel, please go ahead and find Food Talks in Color on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Um, like it, love it with your heart, share it with a friend, comment. But also, these episodes are still uploaded onto iTunes and Spotify. So if you're like, Mel, we don't do the visual thing. We can't, you know, watch a show. I am all for listening to a really great podcast as you clean up, you know, as you are just doing your chores. Hit us up on iTunes and Spotify. You can also give us a rating on iTunes. So without further ado, um, I am just, again, excited. I use that word all the time Mm -hmm. to introduce a very special guest. Um, I've had the pleasure of hearing her story a few months ago, and I was just moved. And so um, I I want to introduce um, Alexis Hagens, who is the owner of um, Flowers by Alexis here in Washington, D.C., Uptown. I think I can say that's Uptown, right? (laughs) And so Alexis has an incredible, incredible story. Um, And so she is going to share with us her journey and how she's actually been able to continue the legacy that her dad built um, with, with his flower shop almost two decades ago. And for those who are a bit um, familiar with the landscape in D.C., it's it's beautiful landscape here, just beautiful culture here. And for me, what makes up our community are our mom and pop businesses here, right? And so um, I'm just thrilled that to to learn of Alexa's story and to to hear her story from her own mouth, but also be able to read, read about her story and um, actually catch her on a few news segments that she's been on. And so she's going to share that with us. And so um, some of you guys are probably thinking of of making the whole like, you know, agriculture connection, they're flowers. But most importantly, too, we were talking about tradition, and we talk a lot about that on the show. We talk about lineage and what we build, right? We talk about what's in our bloodline and what we're continuing to build for our families and things that, honestly, some things that we're taking away from us as black people and things that we are taking back as well. So it all connects, and I'm super excited to share this story with you all. And Alexis, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited about being here and just talking with you. Um, when you invited me, I was just like, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, I would <laughs> sit with her. And so again, thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, I love flowers. Can I just say that before we even get, I love flowers. They just make me so happy. Yes. 
And I, I just, I, I defer to flowers as the, like the nature's crayolas, cray, crayons, I'll say, crayons, just like the colors and just the different varieties, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you have been able to, to carry on your dad's legacy. And um, I know that it hasn't been a picnic, but it's a beautiful story, yeah. a beautiful story and um, a blessing within itself. But before we dive into to the business and to what your dad created and what you're, what you're building and, um, you know, how you were able to um, reestablish the business. Um, I want to just sit back and just learn about Alexis, like outside the business, outside the hat, you know, when you don't have the business hat on, which I know it's always on, but sometimes you just got tilted to the side, you know, who is Alexis? You know, where is Alexis from? Where did she grow up? And we're going to make these connections as we go along this journey. Absolutely. So I am just a, I'll say, an uptown girl. I'm born and raised in Washington, <laughs> D.C., raised in Upper Northwest, uh, D.C. Um, spent a little bit of time in other parts of the city, but most of my life was in Northwest, D.C. I am a single mother of four beautiful children. Um, my oldest is 23. I have Girl, you lying. <laughs> no, I know you lying. Yes. <laughs> and um, she has four kids. At an early age, I'll say that. <laughs> Um, So I had my son really young, uh, which kind of changed my life. Mm. Um, My dad had a lot of influence on me, like just getting up and not depending on anybody for anything. Um, I never forget when I first found out I was pregnant. Of course, dad, really heartbroken because I was at such a young age. I have a whole life ahead of me. And i never forget, we sat on the front porch and he said to me, you need a baby like you need a hole in your head. (laughs) And he said, if you're going to have this baby, it's your choice. If you're going to have this baby, you're going to take care of it. Absolutely. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, you know, that went through one end, out the other. And I'll never forget, my father is old school. He was born in 1924, so, like, really old school, yes, right? Yes, yes. And um, at my baby shower, my gift from him and my mother were glass bottles and cloth diapers. Wow. And in my head, I'm like, what in the world? Who drinks out of glass bottles? Like, <laughs> who, who uses this? What in the world? They old school. Okay, I'm going to throw this in the back of the closet, whatever, right? And I'll never forget um, when my son came, was born, and we needed papers. And my father was sitting in that same chair on the porch. And I went outside, and I'm like, Dad, you know, we need some money, you know, pampers. And he was like, did you not forget that conversation that we had? You're going to take care of that baby. So I suggest you go upstairs and get those cloth pampers that you got for that baby shower Mm -hmm. and figure it out. And I'm so grateful that he did that. You know why? Because it made me say, I'm never, I'm never going to depend on anybody because I don't Ooh. like how that made me feel when I asked him and right. he told me no. Right. Right. And so I was determined that I was going to graduate, finish school, and I went and got a job and I worked. And I've been taking care of myself ever since. Mm. Ever since I have solely taken care of myself and my, ch- and my, my son. Wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Not only is that a word, that is inspiration, you know, for somebody else who's listening to this story, Absolutely. right? We think that things that, that happened, which everything is divine, yes. you know, so I, there, everything is certainly divine, that um, it might throw off our plans completely, you know? And though things can thrown off all the time, yes. okay? Yes. <laughs> Let's just be clear about yes. that. Um, but it's also just a reminder that it's just 
something that may set you back just a bit or just may alter the yes. route. Yes. But that does not mean that you will continue on to the destination. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Ooh, I love that. Yes. So jumping back into it, so my 23-year-old, I have a daughter who'll be 18 in November. Wow. Well, next month, tomorrow, the 8th, November oh the 8th. <laughs> and then I have a set of twins, Willow and Jaden, who are nine years Willow old. and Jaden, oh yes. my goodness, yes. <laughs> yes, Willow and Jaden. <laughs> so outside of business, I am a mother to my children. They are everything to me. Um, you know, they are my motivation um, as to when I get up in the morning to, you know, keep on working and keep on pushing through. Uh, when I first started out, you know, um, I had the mindset of, you know, I want my kids to have everything, right? I, I want them to not want for anything, the material things. Right, right. right. But as I um, move forward into this journey, especially this journey that I'm on now with this business and trying to get this business on and, you know, my real estate, I'm a real estate agent, mm -hmm. my mindset shifted. So from the material things of wanting my kids to have everything and not want for anything, now I'm thinking about, no, I want to build generational wealth for my Ooh. children and my children's children, Ooh. right? Yes. So even down to the lifestyle, even down to the way that we eat, because these things are going to be carried down to their children and their grandchildren. So now my mindset is, no, I want to build generational wealth. I want to break generational curses, mm. right? So that's how I, you know, kind of um, move around. Or that's what my mindset is now moving forward. Oh, my so. gosh. Alexis, <laughs> I love that. I Thank love that. You, you know, um, often we get to really define what activism is, right? And yes. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, because we actually I had this conversation with another florist, one of my last episodes, amazing, doing great things out in Troy, New York, upstate. And she's like, I'm not built for the streets to be out there with my fist up and, you know, like mm -hmm. marching. That's she was like, I'm not built for that. And especially the pandemic, the pandemic has really impacted her in ways that, you know, prevents her from being around large crowds. And I understand that it's still right. very weird to me. But, you know. For her, she said, like, growing is is really a form of being able to um, go against the system, right? Yeah. But just what you were speaking to and um, building generational wealth and yeah. really being intentional about, like, what your family eats and, you know, your lifestyle. Like, to me, it's the intention of, like, where to spend your money, yes. how to eat, who to support. Yes. You know, those are all forms of activism. Yes. Seriously. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. awesome. That's awesome. So... Um, just a, so I'm just going to like paint a, a picture for you all. Right. So, um, a, a good girlfriend of ours, um, had this amazing women's, um, event a few months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Keisha, yeah, to Keisha <laughs> Bun. I love yes. that girl. That's oh my, my boo. Goodness. I love her. Oh <laughs> when I say her spirit, she just has this, you yes. know, her common spirit. Um, and you know, when she reached out to me, it's just always at the most perfect time. Oh, right? she's like, awesome. I needed to talk to somebody. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and I've been knowing Keisha. So a lot of people know my backgrounds in events. Okay. I met Keisha a long time ago and we really, we didn't know each other, but we connected instantly. Like just off of really? some like sister, like, wow. and we just remain in touch. Like ever since, ever then, since then, ever since just a kindred spirit. A kindred spirit. Seriously. Yes. 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 And let me shout out her daughter, Jordan, because Jordan is my intern. So oh, Jordan is she? Yes, so shout Jordan. Out to Jordan. Okay. I love it. All yes. right. Yes. So we're at this event. It was a 
beautiful, beautiful yes. event um, out in College Park, Maryland. And, um, you know, the way that, that, that Keisha had this event set up, it was doing snippets of videos. And in one video was Alexis, um, who was sharing, you know, the story of Flowers by Alexis and how she was able to, able to reestablish her father's business, right? And I was so compelled because, you know, one of the ways that you were able to do that was by going into real estate. Yes. And um, when you were sharing that story, I'm at the back of the room, right? I saw you crying and I was, oh yes, I did because I was just like, oh my gosh, like I felt like I felt it in my soul, but to be able to, it's, it's a story that I would love to hear more of, but just having that, um, that history, that history that you, that you are able to share, you know, of your, of your dad and remembering, um, you know, uh, the business that he built and being able to reestablish that, you know, from almost two decades ago, that is like major, that is so major. And so when you're sharing that story, you know, I'm thinking of, you know, all the other like black people and people of color who I bring into this show, right? And maybe we're talking about land, maybe we're, we're talking about how to, you know, reestablish like connections back to the land or, you know, how to like get this land back or how to get this mm-hmm. business back. Like they're parallel stories, right? And more stories that I would love to hear more of. Yes. And so, girl, I was sitting in the back. I was, I was in tears, and I was just like, I gotta have on the show because this is just so dynamic. And to to be able to share the stories of our elders is Absolutely. so important. Absolutely, it's so important and it's so integral to you know to agriculture to everything that we built, right? Because you know this this land was built on us, like it's our labor, right? And so, um, I I was just so moved, and so I really want to get into you know, the point of when you decided to um, go into real estate. And at that point, did you even know that that was a means to, like, be able to reestablish your father's business and just, like, run with it? it. (laughs) So it's funny that you asked me that because um, just like there was a story, a backstory with me opening the floors, there's a backstory for um, the real estate, Mm. right? Um, and I never forget, I was married and I was going through the divorce process with the, my children's father and I was in a really bad financial bind, right? I was just really tired of, you know, not having, um, and I was having a conversation with my brother and he basically was like, you know what, how come you don't get, in, you don't get into like real estate? It's flexible because my son, my youngest son is uh, autistic. So I needed the flexibility to like get, go to the different therapy sessions for him. Um, and so what I did, I thought about it and I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So I took my rent money. My, I, had, I didn't even have enough money for, you know, to actually take the class. So I stepped out on faith. Um, I took my rent money and I paid for the class and I paid for the class. I took it. Um, he introduced me to at the time who was my mentor and she, I shadowed her. And as I shadowed her and was going to the class, I just started falling in love with it. Mm. Um, and then I got my first commission. So for the whole year, I didn't make one single dollar. One really? Time, I didn't even make, and I was starting to doubt myself. I was like, maybe this isn't cut out for me. Right. You know, going through all those emotions. Right. And I'll never forget during the pandemic, um, I took that time during the pandemic to just kind of 
uh, dig deep within, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's when I decided to like change my lifestyle, change mm. my eating, doing more studying. And what I told myself was wherever I put my energy, that's, that's what's going to grow. So I'm going to get out of this house and I'm going to go sit in the office of the real estate company. I don't care if nobody walks in. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I'm yeah. here and this is where I'm putting my energy into. Yeah. So I'll never forget. It was me and the team leader that was in the office and he came and he was like, like, what are you doing here? It's yeah. Pandemic. And I explained to him everything that I was going through. And he told me about this Chinese proverb that basically just talks about how, um, you know, there's roots under the ground and this one flower may not grow as tall as all the other flowers that had grown before, but the roots are, are growing underground. And when wow. that flower finally blooms, when it grows, it's going to outgrow all the different flowers. So Ooh. take it as, you know, I'm not having any movement, but just know that as I'm training and I'm putting my energy there, my roots are growing under the ground. And that thing gonna sprout. That it's like that sunflower, that one sunflower to be shooting right on up. Right <laughs> believe it or not, that's what happened. So I went from mm. volume of zero dollars to seven million. Girl, bye. We done with the show, y'all. <laughs> we are done. Yeah. Alexis, stop. Yes. So, Stop. Yes, I went from zero dollars to seven million in volume. Wow. And the rest is history. So I was able to do what I needed to do financially. Mm -hmm. um, still at that point, didn't know that I was going to open up my father's floors. Right? Oh, my gosh. Um, and so how that happened is that um, I was playing around. We, we had moved into a new office. Mm -hmm. And I was playing around with like these artificial flowers because we're like, we want to decorate something with flowers. We couldn't find what we wanted online. Mm -hmm. So we just bought all these different artificial flowers. And I made the most beautiful flower box. It came in threes, right? So, okay, no big deal. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And people were stopping, like, oh my God. Like, everyone who walked through the door was like, who did that? Yeah. So we had some more leftover. And I made a second arrangement to go into the conference room. And um, as my business partner at the time said, I think you might got something here. And I'm like, you think so? She's like, absolutely. Like, do wow. you see this? Do you wow. see how people reaction is doing this? So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. So there was a floor at, on the same block. She said, we need to go and talk to her. Um, because I think she was talking about retiring or something like that. Okay. Long story short, it didn't work out, but it planted a seed. Because when I left that floors, I could not stop thinking about it. I said to myself, for all the things that this lady is asking for, I can do that with myself with my commission money. Mm. Um, and I started going out looking. Started looking. And I came past where my floors is now. And I knew it was divine because it's on the same street that my father's floors was on. Like, what's the odds of that? Oh, my like, gosh. You know right, I mean? right. And so, and especially in expensive-ass D.C. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, oh, my goodness. And I just had this feeling to come over me. It mm -hmm. was like, this is it. This is it. Mm -hmm. And I was able to use my commission to secure my place and um, my money to fix up everything that I need. So, you know, I... I did it. It was my commission money. So my real estate, and we teach that in real estate. So yeah. you want to either invest your, your monies that you have, because um, when you purchase, 
your house, whether you live in it or not, you're just an investor. We live in your property, right? right? So you're investing. So we teach individuals after your first home, you're not going to stop there. You're going to continue to invest. Exactly. So you're going to do that or you're going to open a small business because that's an investment too. Mm -hmm. I chose to open a small business. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Ooh. The funny thing is, while you were telling me about, you know, um, the event that we went to. Yeah. The reason why I got emotional is because I never saw myself telling this story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, here, wow. I never saw myself interviewed. I never saw myself on the news. Mm-hmm. Like, when I said I was going to open my father's floors, it's just like, I'm going to pick up where he left off. The yeah. people that walk in the neighborhood who stop by and pick up flowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just simple funeral for the funeral home. Mm-hmm. But nothing in the diameter where I am now. So just to think that is like so emotional to me. Mm, mm, mm. I just know it just gives you chills. It gives you chills. I'm telling you, I was in the back of that room crying too. I was like, I don't even know this girl. And actually, I remember because I I ran up to you towards the end because I wanted your information. And so um, I just, again, between you and Keisha, just just kindred spirits and the story was just so beautiful. That from zero, from zero, that is a message. And I I just want to just, just, you know, revisit that because all of us are creators in our own right, right? Yes. And if you if you really believe that you are a creator, we're all creating something. Yes. And, you know, there are, we have plant many seeds in forms of projects and ideas, um, project plans, and it just really is a story and a reminder, you know, that the roots are growing. Yes. And if it's really... Um, you know, in alignment with the path that you're supposed to be in, like it's, it's going to sprout, yes. it's going to sprout. And so I, I think, I thank you for that. Um, and so, um, I definitely want to, uh, you know, now bridge, bridge into, you okay. know, flowers by Alexis sure. and can I, I need to come visit yes, and listen, <laughs> it's not far from my hood. Okay. Yes. Like it's not far. Yes. <laughs> I'm uptown. Yes, okay, okay. <laughs> but let's talk, speak more to, to process yes. a bit because okay. we know starting any business is, is not an easy thing. And for some, it may not be as challenging, but there, there are some, there are some things to go through, right? There's growing pains. Yes. And so, um, I just, again, it's just amazing that you happen to, you know, come across a, a location that was right near where your dad had his location. Let's just speak to process and really reestablishing flowers yes. by Alexis. So, okay. so, Again, um, when I decided to take over my father, well, I tried, let me back up a little bit. I tried to take over his business when he first fell in. Mm. Um, we turned everything over in my name. Yeah. You know, he would make the arrangements. Um, and then I would just be in the shop helping the, you know, the, the clients, I mean, the customers that came in. Um, but I didn't, a couple things. I didn't do my research, right? I didn't do enough reading um, to see what resources there were out there. I was 21, so, you know, I was at that mindset that I had it in me, but I don't think I was 100% serious, serious Mm -hmm. about it. And then I didn't have the support. So I was the only one in my family who really wanted to keep that going. So as I got back into, you know, the motion of, okay, I'm going to reopen it, I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I made before. I'm going to research, right? And so um, I did my research to see what was out there, um, you know, what type of programs the city had to offer. Um, And once I did my research, and then I prayed about it, Mm -hmm. um, 
I took, I, I put my, I never forget, I put, when I got the keys to my floors, I put my father's story on as the caption, right? And then I held my keys up. And it was from that one post where, I mean, business, people were reaching out, like oh the newspaper gosh. would come by. And I'm like, whoa, like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, people were calling, like, you know, you know, I, this person asked me to reach out to you, you know, to mm-hmm. offer this resource and this resource. And I, let me just shout, send a shout out to all the small business programs that DC had to offer. That's, you know, Mayor Bowser has like all of these programs. I wouldn't be where I am today mm. without those resources. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage anybody who's trying to open a business to just go online, type in, you know, like opening a small business mm-hmm. in DC and just connect with those resources because it's so much. Wow. Um, and that's also was something that helped me, you know, um, to like move forward and say, okay, you can do this. It's help out there. Yeah. You know I mean, you're not by yourself with this. Right. Um, and it just, people just, as clients began to grow, I was more amazed at myself. Like, oh my goodness, I made that. Like, wow. you know, and I would make arrangements and it come out so nice. And I'm like, I did that. <laughs> My father didn't teach me how to make Yeah, it was in your blood, girl. The only thing <laughs> that I knew how to do was clean roses and help the customers. Like, I okay. was the first person. He was like the back, you know. He mm-hmm. never said, okay, this is how you do this. Yeah. You know. So, the fact that I made those beautiful arrangements is like mind-blowing. Like, I have a unique gift. Like, it's, like you said, it's in my blood. Yes. So, that um, right there was like. This is divine. I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna give up. You know, mm-hmm. it's not easy entrepreneurship anyway. Like, right. Who, who has just this easy breezy story? You know. Mm-hmm. So just keep pushing through, and that's what I did. That's wow. What I did. And just to go back on the legacy of my dad, I just think about how he obtained his business, which helps me make decisions on certain things. Right. So my father, born in 1924. Got a job as a delivery driver for um, this floors, Colony Floors, which is on Georgia Avenue mm-hmm. in Upper Northwest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he, I'm, I'm a, assuming that he also had the gift of making beautiful arrangements because he went from being a driver, a, deli- a delivery driver, to working in the floors. Well, the owner got sick. And the owner's family was very pro- uh, prominent in D.C. real estate. Like, they owned properties at a company, like, so nobody really wanted to put their their um, interest into the floors. When he retired, they like, well, we need to find someone who want to purchase it because mm-hmm. we're not going to take it over. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anybody to buy the floors, so they offered to sell it to my father. My father was like, I'm, I don't, I can't afford to, you know, purchase it, and they gave it to my father for no money down. Wow. Like, they just was like, here, take it. And my father kept that floors, colony floors, for like 30-something, 40 years. Oh, goodness. Before he turned, moved to Upshur Street and turned it to Flowers by Alexis. Oh, my. He's, dad's been in it for. So, was he's that, in oh, it for a really long time. Long time. time. And because of that story, um, that really also is like, Alexis, you got to push through this. Like, he had this all this time. Yes. And then changed the name to Flowers by Alexis. Like, just push through. It's going to be good. So Wow. Now, did he change the name? <laughs> Name once he started to turn things over into your name because you had or this was real this was before I was nine years old when he changed wow when he moved to Usher Street and then it wasn't no it wasn't a big deal to me it was just like okay yeah He'd yeah like, of course you got the floors named after you like, <laughs> and I was like all right like no big deal okay 
But it really was a big deal. And I used to be so upset. A lot of my childhood friends um, would, like, not laugh, but be like, oh, how you guys stay in there while we outside playing? <laughs> and I used to be so mad. Like, why can't I go play? Right. Like, let me go. And he'll be like, no, finish your work. Like, nope, stay in here with me. Nope, you're going with me no to games. the hotel. You're going with me to the funeral home, you know? Um, mm. So I knew all his the friends and people in the business that I remember. And now it makes sense. And I'm happy now that he did it of because course. it was installing that entrepreneurship yes. in me. Oh yeah. my. And cuz I was going to ask you and you answered it like what do you remember like in your upbringing as a child like growing up and like playing and like did you even ever make a connection you know being in the um, business with your dad yeah. and flowers was there even ever like a gardening connection green thumb connection or something well it's funny that you said that because um we had a, a huge porch growing up <clears throat> my father had a lot of house plants in the house okay and so like when the weather changed he would bring them outside uh-huh outside. yes and i'll never forget he would always fuss when he come home because he'll be like, how do you walk past these, these <laughs> plants that's on the porch? You see they need water. You go in and out the house every day. How do you not pay attention to these plants, right? Yeah. And out of all my siblings, it was my siblings and my mom that lived in the house. I was the only one that paid attention to the plants. Like, wow. See? See? And then, but that at that time, it still didn't dawn on no, me. No, of right? course it didn't. It no. Didn't dawn on me. And Mm-mm. then so. I remember, and now now that I'm in the business, I'm thinking about, like, all this, like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, now it's connected. Mm-hmm. So I would go into a grocery store. You know how you walk in the Safeway and all the flowers is, mm-hmm. like, right there at the door? Mm-hmm. I would stop and just be mesmerized by the flowers, like, oh, my gosh, look how beautiful. But I'm thinking everybody does that. Everybody right. loves flowers. Who doesn't love flowers? Right. So when people come in, they're looking at the flowers, not knowing that Alexis, as long as you're standing and idolizing and looking at the every detail that's mm-hmm. different right so i was making a connection of you know i could be driving down the street and i see a beautiful tree or a, a monkey grass or yeah. something and it's just like man when i see different beautiful flowers i'm like look at it's god yes like look at god yes how do you make something so beautiful so unique and different you know what i'm saying colors and you know, it's just, yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. I love that because I actually, I laugh because my dad, and I feel like this is like every black household had all the plants, plants just everywhere, just everywhere. And, everywhere. I, and I never made the connection, like family from the South. My dad actually even worked in a greenhouse, really? like had a green thumb. Yes. And I, I am now making that connection as an adult looking back and I'm like, Duh. But like we had all sorts of plants all in the house. Just everywhere, everywhere, okay? Everywhere. <laughs> but people don't realize or they may they have such good energy. They do. Oh my goodness, plants have so good energy. So shout out to the um my good friend from um, Black Box Botanicals. I've never you been. Know, I want to go. And if she's listening, I want you on the show. <laughs> yes, yes. She's oh, in my neighborhood. Here. She's yes. in my neighborhood too. I walk yes. past it all the time. Yes. All the time. So when you walk in her door, uh-huh. the energy is amazing. And a whole vibe the I know. Vibe. I follow her. I the love everything in there. <laughs> I'm telling you, so plants just have and that's what I want to create when people come into the mm-hmm. floors because I remember going to different floors like there's supplies everywhere and there's stuff everywhere, yeah. you know. And I was like, no, nah, my floors is, is going to be, you know, a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. So when you come in, your experience is just going to be unforgettable, right? Mm-hmm. So I have my 
you know, my music, my jazz, my yes. candles. Shout out to London who has the bomb candles. <laughs> and so her candles, I mean, it just it just smells so well. And when you come in, customer service is number one, um, you know, on my list. And we offer beverages, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's just a real vibe. That's awesome. So you can come in. And my dad was the same way. People would just come walking from work and go in and talk. And mm. it just ended up being a whole social hour. People loved him. He Aww. loved people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that has rubbed off on me because I love people. Mm-hmm. And that takes people a long way when people ask me, what are some of the things that you um, would advise like uh, the entrepreneur? Yeah. yeah. You got to be a people person. Yeah. You yeah. have to be very social because mm-hmm. it takes you a long way. Yeah, yeah, and especially you know you you bring a lot of the the surrounding community you know to to your place yes. and just really and engaging with the community yes. as well, which is important and is part of again in my opinion that makes a neighborhood that builds culture right. Yes. Uh, but I want to get back to dad because okay. <laughs> do you ever find yourself just pausing and just having these conversations with dad just 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 looking back oh and just <laughs> yes more so now than yeah. i've ever and he's been gone maybe on 19 years now. okay no 18 years 18 okay years. but more soul. so now than because one i have this picture in the floor mm-hmm. right and that just reminds me of what am i doing mm-hmm. what am i here for yeah but <clears throat> as i go into the floors and i see his picture i feel him i feel his spirit um <clears throat> I find myself going to visit his grave more so than anything. Mm. And, I mean, it might sound crazy, but I feel like he's with me when I'm making my arrangements. Cause like of course. Like, for instance, when I first started, we would, I would have, like, this greenery, right? It's called Baker's Fern. And smaller pieces I would just, like, throw down on the ground and use. And I could just hear him say, if you don't pick that gold, yes. that's gold. <laughs> you can use that. When challenging things happen for me that I might stress over and it happened, I'll be like, dang, dang, we did it. Like, yeah. it happened. It worked myself out. You know, it worked oh itself out. So it's, it's that, those small things like that that keep me connected to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to let me know that he's he's here with me, you mm. know, when he does. And um, lastly, you know, there have been so many stories because my father was much older when he had me, so I was younger. Um, and I remember I went to the uh, funeral home that was next to the floors to introduce myself to try to establish that relationship. And the lady came downstairs and I'm like, hi, my name's Alexis, da 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 my father, you know, my story. And she said, I know exactly who you are. So I'm Ooh. like, okay, maybe she read the article or something. She said, yeah. no, I know your father. I knew wow. <clears throat> I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, she left for prom. Her boyfriend, they picked, picked her up late, and all the floors was closed in the city, so he couldn't get her her, um, you know, her. Her, um, uh, what's it, corsage? Uh-huh. And he said, I know where I can get you one. <laughs> and they drove <laughs> to my father, and she said he made the most beautiful corsage she had ever saw, and he gave it to her for free. Wow, and that's she said, beautiful. because of that, I'm going, I'm helping and I'm going to make that connection between, you know, me mm-hmm. and the funeral home. And it's in chills down my spine because it's just like, it, that's what he meant by being good to mm-hmm. people because you never know. Absolutely. It, 
you never know. It could have went a whole nother way. So I feel like he's still opening doors for me. That is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what do you feel? We're going to wrap up in a few moments, okay. but what, uh, what, what is the, and, and I know it's several, but if you could, you know, pinpoint one significant thing in terms of what entrepreneurship has taught you. You know, I know that you said, you, you know, you have to be social, yes. right? And especially the nature of your business yes. and the community and where you, your business is located. Like, that is super important to be super engaging. Yes. Um, but in terms of, like, the process, right? Like, what is some of the, what is, like, one of the biggest things, things. yeah, you feel like it's taught you? Um, that it's not easy, right? And so um, you have to push through. It's not for the weak. Entrepreneurship mm -hmm. is not for the weak. It takes a lot of discipline mm -hmm. um, to make sure that you have what you need. Um, I've learned to protect my brand. So you're building not just a business, yes. but you're building a brand, right? And in order to and protecting your brand means that you have to be really careful about the things that you do, you know, things that you say. But one thing that I do know is authentic. I'm going to always be my authentic self. Mm -hmm. I think that makes a big difference being your authentic self um, in entrepreneurship as well too. Yes. Um, you know, bringing your creativity as much as you can mm -hmm. because that is what's going to stand out. Like for instance, there are a lot of amazing floors out here. Yeah. There are floors that have been out way before me, right? That have been trained, that just knows a lot more. I don't know everything. I'm still a baby and I'm still learning. But I only depend on my creativity and what I can do uniquely yeah. to run my business. Because if you look at other people, you some people will go like stressed because, oh, they're doing this, they're doing this, yeah. they got this business, yeah. they got that business. So I would tell every entrepreneur, don't worry about like what other people are doing mm -hmm. or competition. If anything, connect with them mm -hmm. because they can teach you something that you may not know, you know, or you guys can connect and have something bigger. But focus on your business and your creativity and what you have going on and put your energy there. Yes, yes. Alexis, what are some of your favorite flowers? I know that's a hard question, but I had to hit you with that. Okay. <laughs> the hardest question of the interview. <laughs> well, let me just say, my favorite flower goes in seasons. Okay. Right? Yeah, so that's fair. Like, yeah. Um, during the summertime, I was so in love with dahlias. My beautiful. Oh my gosh. They are a beautiful, beautiful flower. Yes, I agree. Um, of course, I love roses, um, lilies. You know, like I said, I think it comes with the seasons for me. Yeah. Because I'm into moms now, so everywhere I'm driving and I see somebody's porch, or I'm like, oh my. Look how beautiful that is. Look at the color. <laughs> you know, when I go to like my wholesaler, I might call a client and be like, You gotta see this. Look how this uh -huh. looks good on you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just doing a season. I have my time. Yeah. I love fair. all flowers. I love them all. Mm -hmm. I have not seen an ugly flower. I know what to say. I have not seen a flower for me that's ugly. Right, you know exactly. Mean? Look at that. That's um, an ugly flower, yeah, says like, no, no one. Right. I I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Alexis, where can, first of all, this has been a joy. Thank you. For so <laughs> I, A, I need to, I need to, there's, I got to stop by. I got to visit, you yes. know. Um, I, I definitely need to visit. I've, I've seen you in action on Instagram. Y'all look like y'all have so much fun. So I, much fun. You, you know, that's my getaway place. Yes. So like, excuse me. Um, it's therapy. It's 
it's really therapy for me. Yes. Even like I said, the aura that I create, I turn my music on, I play my, um, you know, I light my candles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's therapy. It's a getaway for me. Mm-hmm. So when everything is like going crazy yeah. or like the kids are all over the place, yeah. like, I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mom is in the shop. Yes. It's, it's such a peaceful place. And that's another reason how I know that my dad is with me mm-hmm. because I've, I've really never have walked in a place like that that just gives me such serenity and peace. Yeah. So it's, it just lets me know that it's meant to be. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, another thing that this came up as well, which I feel like I know I said I'm wrapping this up. I can talk. Y'all. I'm a talker. I'm a oh, podcaster. <laughs> But, you know, as as of late, I've been really, you know, you know, that that saying of like, give people their flowers while they're still living. Right. And not, you know, like it's because there's it's a crazy world, but it's there's still so much good, you know, in acknowledging people. Right. So I just I had to highlight that and just say that. And I (laughs) I think it makes such a big difference because flowers make such a big, bold, positive statement. It does. And so someone can just come across my mind and I'm like, I'm going to send them some flowers. Mm. I'm going to take them some flowers. You mm. know, I try to do it to my mom like all the time. Like, yeah. But she's like, don't bring another I'm father <laughs> no flower me to death. Don't bring me another flower in here. I'm like, dang, mom. <laughs> he flowered her to death. So I get it. But I always try to give people their flowers. You know, when they come across my mind, I'm like, let me send them some yes, flowers. Yes, yes. Something as small as that might just change. You don't know what people are going you through. You never know. You never know. And so um, I will be in the future doing therapeutic flower making classes for people who may be, you know, going through anxiety or depression or grieving Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's necessary for people to experience that, putting flowers together and also putting them in a beautiful vase for when you walk through the door. It's like, oh, my God. Right. You know, so I have a lot of stuff coming up. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I I want to I don't have physical flowers to give you but I want to give you your flowers Thank because you. I am you know just in awe of you and your story and I want to give flowers to everyone who's doing really great amazing work in this space and that um, you are definitely a champion in this space and I know that you said that you're still a baby but you're still inspiring others you know who would be listening and have already heard your story so I want to give you your flowers and just acknowledging that you are doing really great work and um, I'm excited for for any and every and all things you have in the pipeline. And so um, before we officially wrap up, tell folks where to find you physically and <laughs> on the interwebs, okay? <laughs> okay, so I am at 851 Upshur Street, Northwest Washington, D.C., which is in Uptown, D.C., Northwest. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Instagram at Your Uptown Florist. Uh, my website is www.flowersbyalexis, and Alexis is spelled A L E. XES.com and I'm on Facebook as well as Flowers by Alexis. Awesome. Alexis, one edible act that anybody can take after listening to this episode? Be good and be intentional. Mm. I think that's one of the most important things is having good intentional and just being a good person. I preach that all the time that that will just take you a long way be pleasant mm-hmm. it takes too much energy not to be yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah i agree i agree i agree 
Alexis, thank you so much again. Thank you all for tuning in. Melissa Jones here on the Edible Activist Podcast. Again, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go ahead and do so. Food Talks in Color on YouTube. Also, we are on iTunes and Spotify, so just go ahead and find Edible Activist there. Go ahead and rate a sister, okay? we This will be episode 137. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. And so many more to go. And so many more to go. So many. This is, I feel like I'm building a capsule, you know, yes. of all these stories so awesome thank you all so much for tuning in and you all have a wonderful evening and as alexa says be good and be intentional peace thanks for tuning in you can catch today's episode on itunes spotify and simplecast and be sure to follow us at food talks in color that's just the letter n on instagram facebook and twitter And did you know we are on Patreon? This is a way for you to take action and support our mission of amplifying BIPOC voices on the Edible Activist Podcast. Visit patreon.com backslash food talks in color to learn more. Peace and blessings. And remember, in the great words of Baba Tariq Adunu, there is no culture without agriculture.